<laughs> All right, let's start with, well, firstly, uh, I've got a text here, Graham at Courageong. Uh, morning, uh, Jared. Geez, these studs are precious. I hear State of Rest is now retired. One bad wrong. Hang on, he is injured. Retire him. Uh, yes, so uh, I saw that Racing Victoria scanned him, but uh, there was an issue. So the Connections have decided to retire the Cox Plate winner. Yeah, it's going to come back to this year's race, Jared, as well. Probably try and defend his title. But uh, this controversial Racing Victoria scanning program that had in place for a couple of years now has probably detected an injury that hadn't been picked up previously. And that's the reason why Connections decided to retire him. So I suppose we can all have our own thoughts about the uh, the whole process about bringing international horses down to Australia for the for the Spring Carnival. But in this case, it might have prevented a serious injury. So I'm sure Racing Victoria will, of course, be disappointed with State of Arrest not being down here for the Spring Carnival late this year in the Cox Plate. But they would be, I suppose, a little bit chuffed in privately that they've, they've picked up this injury with their scanning technique. So uh, Joseph O'Brien put out that announcement last night. We won't see State of Arrest down here in the Cox Plate. And it's looking like a very skinny year for the internationals in the Cox Plate. There potentially won't even be any at all. I think he might have been the only one who was confirmed to come down at this stage. So it'll just be a, a homegrown Cox Plate this year with the Australasian horses. Eduardo, back this weekend. Yeah, can't wait to see him, Loz. I know it's usually Chelmsford Stakes Day, but I think a couple of these undercard races there on the weekend are going to take centre stage, including the Concord Stakes. So I can't wait to see Zaki in the tramway. Obviously, the, the Furious Stakes as well, the three-year-old field is going to be a fantastic race as well. But I think Eduardo is probably going to take centre stage there on the weekend in the Concord. I won't be his, uh, his old sparring partner, Nate Strip won't be there, obviously, given he's had a bit of a slower build-up to his spring campaign after winning at Royal Ascot. And... Uh, I know he's getting a bit older, Eduardo, but Joe Price still reckons he's got a couple of good seasons in front of him. And the one thing he needs to do, he just needs to beat Nature Strip in a, in a big grand final race. Like, he's beaten him enough times in the past. When it comes to a big group one at the end of their campaigns or in Everest, he hasn't been able to beat him. So that's obviously what Joe will be aiming at later in the later in the spring to try and get him cherry ripe on the day for the Everest and see if he can beat his old mate. But, uh, yep, looking forward to seeing him back at the races in the Concord Stakes on the weekend. Unfortunately, uncommon James in Caboo for Waterhouse Bot out for the spring. Yeah, what a blow for both of them, Jared. In particular, uncommon James. He was fantastic winning at Caulfield first up. He's an untapped talent, obviously on a lightly race. Had a long time off the sea and that win. Obviously, down there at Caulfield last start was fantastic. He's put up with a bit of a problem. So, uh, obviously, Steve O'Day and Matty Hoyce have decided to pull the pin on the spring carnival. And he won't contest any more races, try and get him ready for the autumn. We'll have plenty of targets, I suppose, down there in Melbourne and later in Sydney heading towards you know the big sprint races. And unfortunately, Caboo, who was so great winning that up-and-coming on the weekend, he owned that race from the front, has also had a setback and gained Asia announced he'll be out for the spring as well. So no golden rose for him. Unfortunately, a couple of the really nice horses that have been winners in the last couple of weeks will be uh, sent to the paddock. We saw that nasty accident a couple of weeks ago involving Leah Kilmer. Adam, what's the latest update with her? Yeah, what great news, Laurie. She's finally been discharged from hospital. It's been almost two months she had that shocking fall at Grafton. Obviously, it was touch and go there for a couple of weeks, and she's come through that. And She's got a long road to recovery, but what a great landmark for her to be able to walk out of hospital and say, I'm going to continue my recovery at home, which is just fantastic news. Um, I hope all her family's getting around her, and I'm sure they are. And um, She knows she's got a long, long, long road ahead of her, but it's just great for her to see her out of hospital and getting on with the rest of her life. Just before I get your mail today, just a couple of texts here. Uh, gee, we've got some Enemo fans. Uh, can you ask Pen Gilly if State of Rest was retired because he saw Enemo's first up run, <laughs> says Paddock's best. Uh, another one here. Um, Adam, is Enemo now moral for the Cox Plate? Clearly State of Rest doesn't want to run against him. Best cult since Piero. Uh, that listener has been saying that for, well, pretty much since Enemo's first start, I reckon. But uh, there is a horse to keep an eye on. El Bodegon, I think it's uh, called that uh, I think is coming out here for the Cox Plate as far as the internationals are concerned. But give us a tip for Warwick Farm today. Are we at the farm today? 
Yeah, yes, we are. Race one of the one more than number one. My sneaky little value play on the program. He failed in the Wollongbar Cup last time up there in the Northern Rivers, but that was a qualifying race for the big dance. He had a really tough run as well. But I think mean, coming back to Sydney on a, on dry ground from a nice-ish gate, his form in Queensland stacks up really well, actually. So the double-figure price, I think he can run a cheeky race for Annabelle Neesham and Tommy Berry. That's race four, number one, more than number one. Ten dollars the win, two eighty the place with tab as it stands. Race four, number one, more than number one at the farm, and uh, well, the news is broken. Cam Smith, no shock. No, Jared, we've been expecting this for a while, haven't we? For probably the best part of a couple of months now. But it was official late last night, our time in Sydney, that Greg Norman's announced that Cam Smith and Mark Leisham are heading across to Live Golf. I know you're going to have a lot of different opinions on the text line this morning. A lot of calls. Um, Cam's going to have to live with this decision. He's obviously made it from a business point of view. Uh, he'll be playing in Boston this week, and um, it's fascinating to see how it plays out, Jared. I just, I, I, I still think it's just so intriguing to watch how this professional golf is playing out at the moment. It's just a massive civil war. It's, it's, it's virtually a World Series cricket moment in a lot of respects. Um, and a lot of people say it's going to harm his legacy. Um, I don't know about that. If he can still play majors, I think he can still win you know, many multiple majors and, and still be an absolute champion. But it's a, it's a huge call for Greg to get a guy like this at the absolute peak of his powers, only 29 years old, coming off winning the, the British Open. That's the biggest crew they've got so far. And, uh, yeah, fascinating to see how it plays out, Jared. Thank you, mate. Have a good day. See you, boys.